And welcome to yet another uh, beautiful episode of Two Thumbs Undecided. I am one host. And I am two hosts. Uh, I am your your cousin Zachary, if you will. Your, your, your Darcy to your... Um, uh, who's the other uh, woman from uh, Pride and Prejudice? Pride and Prejudice? Uh, yeah, she's in love with Darcy. And then there's, uh, we'll just call her uh, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Okay. Also, maybe not hold the mic so close to your mouth. There's okay. no reverb, but it's just a little bit of pop going on. What about right here? That's perfectly fine. Thank you. So for you uh, kids at home, uh, Sam and I are doing a live show after say, I don't know, like five weeks, four weeks. It was about three weeks, I'd say. So Um, anyways, I've been now reduced back to not, you know, the best audio, which stinks. You know, maybe you guys at home can send us, uh, you know, a computer because that's what I need. I need a new computer. I need a new computer. You think it's the computer? I think it is a computer. It it keeps flip-flopping. On me, like flip, anyways. What do you mean flip flopping? Like, some last time we did this three weeks. I think it was four weeks ago. We, um, I was able to hear you with my headphones in and this thing, this USB thing, and and now I can't. Yeah, you should probably get um a new computer. A new computer. Your computer's but rather I, old. It is. It's like two thousand five. Mm. Bush was still presidency. Um. Obama was hold the mic back just a, a tad. Obama was just a, a an inkle in our eyes, mm. and Trump was making us cringe on The Apprentice. Mm. Was he on The Apprentice? Uh, I don't know. He was probably just. I mean, I know he was on The Apprentice, but I didn't know if he was. Honestly, at that point, he was probably judging nacho competitions, and uh, well, it is really hot right now. It's um, really hot. What are you talking about? This is the craziest thing. I am freezing. Well, we we are in polar opposite vortexes right now. Well, it is cold outside in New York. Um, is so everyone is complaining about how cold it is uh, as of yesterday. Yesterday was a very cold day in New York. Um, cold day in New York. I was three bundled up three things deep. But now in this room that I am in right now, Something is happening, and it's rather hot, and I'm a little bit sweaty. Um, and you're probably a little scared. So, and I'm I am scared that it could get hotter, and then it would and be naked. like a yeah, well, and naked. Yeah, there's uh that um, TV show, Scared and Naked. Oh yeah, no, I am I am also scared that that's going to become a not a, a reality show, but minus the, the reality, minus the show in a reality. Yeah. Um, at home, Sam is quite naked at yes. the moment, and yeah. I am currently donning a authentic Game of Thrones um, um, Stark, uh, the thing that... Um, yeah, that was from the show, right? Yeah, no, I actually bought it. Hmm. Uh, wh- whatever his name... See, this is the thing. That show ended so badly, I'm forgetting everybody's name. I know Ned Stark. I know... But I forget the bastard. Also, your audio doesn't sound that bad right now. Well, that's good. Anyways. His name is Jon Snow. Jon Snow the bastard. (laughs) Jon Snow the bastard. I wish they said that in the show like that. Just constantly calling. 
I wish that even like even when he becomes comes the hero, and he's like everyone loves him and stuff. Instead of John or you know nothing, Jon Snow is yeah you know nothing bastard. You bastard. Yeah. You good best. Now, I just want to get this out of the way real quick. I know we save these for the ending, but I don't want it to be it. Um, I know uh, I watched The Joker. Oh, well, let's save that for the ending. <laughs> well, I have something else that I would rather do for the all ending. All right, all right, all right. Fine. What, 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 what are your uh, thoughts? I thought it was okay. It was, a, it was an okay movie. There are some moments in it that I thought were fun. Mm-hmm. Um, though I don't think there's any... I, I, I'm... The comparison for it being like Taxi Driver is just skin deep. Yeah, they're both in the 1970s. Yeah, it's both about two disturbed people. But honestly, I think the Joker's more, he, he complains a lot more. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, there's no point, I think, where, I mean, the guy. From Taxi hey, what's Driver, his face? The Taxi Driver dude, uh, he complains like in monologues. But he complain he complains in the sense of like I'm so sick and tired of the world. He never mm-hmm. goes like, "Oh, poor me." Mm-hmm. Joker is like, like no one listens to me, no one looks at me. Yeah, like, the whole entire Robert De Niro's downfall of her, like, you know, to hit what happens, um, is basically just because they he made fun of him. Also, I think one of the biggest differences between the two is um. Joker never meets a prostitute from Pittsburgh. And I think that's the main thing is that it's a prostitute from Pittsburgh who's a kid. Um, oh, I think he needs to. He never had that. Uh, uh, Are you talking about is Jody Foster from Pittsburgh? Yeah, that honestly, this is one of the things I kind of want write, to write an article about or something is Scorsese has. Uh, actually, my mic might be kind of uh, up. Scorsese has a lot of. Uh, I'm gonna turn my volume Kennedy down a little. He has he uses Pittsburgh a lot in his in his movies. Like if you in Goodfellas, his his the the second half of his movie, he has a guy from Pittsburgh who like he gets all of his drugs from, which I guess isn't a good thing hey, for Pittsburgh. That but, guy's from Pittsburgh. What? That guy's from Pittsburgh. What do you mean that guy? Well, the guy from in Goodfellas. I don't think they ever show him, but the guy from Goodfellas, uh, is. He he says like I have a con like the contact from Pittsburgh is the person that he oh, always like well, gets his drugs from. And you know that's that's just you know that's based on real life. Also, Sam, what I don't mean know it's what based the- on real life. That happens. Yeah, I mean it happens, fellas. but like what? I'm saying like that he didn't use. But it because I think he that Pittsburgh. there's like been a few films in which he also, uses Pittsburgh. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. I just looked up Jodie Foster and uh, try to look up keywords for Pittsburgh. And there's zero. No, because no one talks about it. I watched the movie. No, no, not. No, no. Too... It's not that they talk about it. I don't think it's real. I, no, it I'm is real. Her, no, it's I'm 100% her... real. No, but Jodie Foster Fox... isn't from Pittsburgh. She was born in California. I'm, no, not Jodie Foster, the character. Oh. I'm saying you're not seeing hearing what I'm saying. I'm saying Scorsese oh. uses Pittsburgh a lot in his movies and in... Taxi driver, the character is from Pittsburgh because at the end he gets a note from their his parents and it's addressed from Pittsburgh and there says like thanks for bringing our kid back home. Um, well, no offense, but uh, maybe that's the writer. You know, he like. But no, but that's that's what I'm saying is like he uses it in, in a few of his movies. 
Like, it's not just the one writer. It's not just Paul Schneider. It's not just, it's in a few of his films. Paul Schneider, is that his last name? I think it's Paul Schrader. Schrader, okay. Paul Schneider is somebody else. Um. Anyways, we should get to news. Uh, One thing that I want to point out before we get to the actual news is I have a story to tell. And it's a story that Zach might not like me to say, but uh, our Uh-oh. dear mother told us this story. And I think it's pretty funny. It has to do with firemen. Oh my and goodness! <laughs> okay, this, has, this has nothing to do. No, with no, 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 no. This I, has I nothing to do with movies, but it's honestly cinematic. I think this is one of my favorite Zach stories. Zach, okay. tech, correct me when this goes wrong. Zach, right. um, leaves his apartment without his keys and phones. What happens to people? You know, sometimes they, you know, not too, it's not too bad, but wait, no, no, no. You left your, without your wallet and your keys. Cause you had your phone. Cause you were able to call 911 yeah. to tell them, Hey, I'm locked out of my building. Yeah. And- I was going off to trivia, which is a arousing like time yes, for drinking and having sense. fun. Yes. So I had a walk. It's like a 10, 15 minute walk. So I had my phone and my headphones on. Yes. Little did I know I didn't have a wallet because my wallet's like George Costanza size. It's pretty big. Yes. And so I realized, uh, okay, who am I going to call? My roommate is out for the week. My parents are, I think, gone somewhere else too. And But like, why bother them? Um, so you bother the, the, the police. The police who, who are dealing with very serious things. And also, both of your roommates are out for the week? Not both. This was back when I had only one. Oh, wait. So this was in your old place. Yeah, this was like 2017. Oh. oh. Well, I mean, that still doesn't. I'm I'm just surprised you haven't told us this story. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But no, the biggest deal. So let me continue the story. Is the, the, not the police come, the fire, firemen come with their truck, with their giant truck. To help little old Zach. And not only that, but you're just like, hey, I locked my... Not, not only is it like, hey, I'm sorry, I locked my keys. It's, I think that door, or I think that window up there is open. Can you use your ladder and shimmy down and then go into the window? <laughs> Meanwhile, he has no proof that he lives there. He has uh, no proof whatsoever that he lives there. He could have just called the, 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 the fireman. And they do it. They go up to his window and come down and open the door for him. And I, I mean, I hate to get, you know, a uh, uh, PC on you. But if you were a black man and you okay, called yes. the, the fireman and you were like, hey, I need to get into this house. They would be they would at least be like, how do I know you live there? But the fact that they were now, just like, OK, goes up, goes through the ladder, comes down. I'm honestly surprised they didn't say something like, hey, maybe next time calls for something a little bit more serious. No, no, no. I will tell you, I did get a reprimanding from, not like like you idiot. It was more kind of like, so before they left, before they were allowed to leave, I had to show them proof that I lived there oh. instead of just ID. So, and, and that was a little scary because I have all my mail because I don't get very much mail. I have it all just forwarded to the parents' house. Yeah. Um, so I have no proof. Also, another thing is all my mail is forwarded, like all the residential stuff was under 
uh, my roommate's name. Yeah. So I had the way I was able to prove that I lived there is a month before I was through a party. Oh. <laughs> and on the wiki, on the page, it showed that I was one of the procurers of this party. Uh-huh. And we had my address on the party sheet. Uh-huh. So it was undeniable that it was. That's, that's deniable. Me. You could have definitely, no, deni- okay. definitely been I one never- of the hosts to not live there on Facebook. Uh, no, here's another thing. I was hosted it with the the guy told that like I showed them that lived there. Um, that still you still could be hosting. That's happened before where I host something, and I don't. Anyways, I just thought that was a funny story. But we should get on to film news because we're already a little bit late. Um, I think something when it comes to uh, also I should probably read this thing for me bottle, real quick. Um, yes. before we get into the thick of it. All right. So this is, um, uh, oh, wait, kill November 9th. What date is, oh, it's the 10th. All right. So I'm not reading this. <laughs> um, uh, cool. All right. Then I'm not gonna, I'll read something. All right. This is, uh, oh, you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, so, if you like to listen to Radio RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free. You don't have to pay for it. How much is free, Zach? Tell me. It's uh two dollars less than three. Uh, Plus and minus one more. There you go. Uh, mobile app for iPhone and Android. So it's not you know we don't discriminate unless you have uh, a Linux phone, which is a good design app. I feel like people who are designers would think that's funny. Uh, It's available in the App Store for iPhone or Google Play Store for Android. Anyways, so that's our little thing. Also, we are now looking for um, people to donate to our show uh, to be uh, underwriters. Uh, So if you like what you hear here on this show, um, this is, I don't know, like our 85th episode. Uh, We have a long string of episodes um, listen to any of them if you like what you hear. Uh, consider maybe uh, donating monthly, like a dollar, two dollars, fifty cents. No, no small, no prices too small. Um, also, our uh, our bong our bong Jun Ho episode uh, is actually number two on Apple Podcasts. For uh, if you type in bong Jun Ho, who is the director of Parasite, we are the second a- uh, episode that shows up on Apple. Wait, Podcasts. what's number one? I don't know what number one is, actually. Oh, uh, wait. So, wait. Hold on a second. Are you saying the one episode that I'm not in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Fans at home. <laughs> <laughs> if you... <laughs> I so help me. I'll do a spinoff episode. <laughs> <laughs> if I can home kick too. Show. No, um, wait. No, I, I have a brief appearance that, you know what? I'm going to use my ego to inflate myself and say the only reason why they listened to that episode was the brief encounter at the very end. Wait, what do you do at the very end? I uh, play a little character. I make. Oh, uh, yeah. I make pillows that you can hug. Wait, uh, so um, are we the number two? What are you saying? We're number two overall? Yeah. If you type into Apple here, let me let me let me. I actually didn't um, check it. Uh, to make sure it was well. Now I have to. Wait, down. Apple TV. Apple TV. No, not Apple TV. Apple Podcast. If you type into Apple Podcast, let me let me let me just confirm it because I 
right. Well, let me tell you about film news. Yeah, yeah. Tell me something so else. Tell me something good. Uh, so in the ways of film news, not a lot. I'm not seeing a lot. Well, there was the. There was the um, uh, what's it called? Oh, uh, I will say the Pittsburgh Film Festival is happening. The Three Rivers Film Festival is happening right now. Yeah, look at and this. Actually, so sorry, I just looked it up. We are number two, and we're actually the the one in front of us is called the Big Picture. Is it's another app, but we're at, what's funny? Here's what's great about this. Actually, looking at this is we are ahead. Of the podcast that the Film Society, the Lincoln Center podcast, of <laughs> probably him actually on the show, uh, yeah, where they actually interview <laughs> the people. <laughs> We're ahead wow. of that. <laughs> That's great. That is, We're actually when amazing. we type that in, we're ahead of the Lincoln Center. <laughs> <laughs> we're making Wait, it we're you know infiltrating what? the film world we're slowly yes. we've now we've now we are now better than lincoln center we are now more relevant place than lincoln center um and honestly i think it will get to uh, my head if you know just for a little bit and i actually got a call from lincoln really center happy. and they were just like can you take down your episode like you're you're becoming too much of a threat and i said no like Lincoln, I had a I had a dream from Lincoln himself, and Lincoln told me, "Destroy the Lincoln Center. It's 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 a it's it's a temple for pagans, um, mm -hmm. and we need people who are devoted to film." Um, continue. That is that is actually really weird. I had a what I thought was a waking dream, but found out later it was real. Mm. I was at a um I, I was at a Starbucks, and a guy dressed up like Gerald Ford hmm. told me to um. To destroy, uh, to yeah, to try to take down the Lincoln Center, um, oh and I God. thought that was interesting. I'm like Gerald Ford, why are you telling me this? And he said, "What, what did uh, JFK <laughs> get assassinated in? A, a Lincoln, and what did Lincoln get assassinated uh, in? For Ford's theater, for <laughs> yeah." So, anyways, he told he told me to he uh, not kill uh, to. Uh, to take down the Lincoln Center, but we All love right. the Lincoln Center. We do love the Lincoln Center. If you, if any representative of the Lincoln Center wants to come on the show, um, the other, the other bit of news that I, I saw was, um, Scorsese claps back. Um, oh, he writes the giant op-ed. Uh, would you consider that news? My only thing is, is it's more just a hands off that Martin Scorsese wrote a wonderful, almost I think, like defining article. Uh, in the New York Times opinion page about he, why he th thinks Marvel movies are like theme park rides, mm -hmm. and I thought it was I thought it was excellently written. Um, he uses some great examples, um, and I could I couldn't help but hear it in his voice and the way the cadence of which he speaks. Well, I thought it was important just because uh, I think a lot of people were just like, "What? Is, like he's just you know he's just saying." This is like a passing thing for him. It doesn't really matter. And it was like all the conversation was just over Twitter and just like all on social media. But now this is like now people I feel like can't really respond. It now is like gone to the point where like, no, this is really serious and we need to talk about this. Like this is something that 
we need to like the only way to really respond to him now is to write another article is like if someone wants to write another giant article to rebut him uh now it's gone on to like the intellectual space of like we need to talk about this uh not as just like on social media you know um the other bit yeah. of news that i saw was um the euro uh european film awards just announced their um uh nominations um and i'm trying to see uh where to find these nominations um oh here they are um it's not really the best website um is this it am i clicking on a link here oh god all right well um um sorry anyways the, well they had they they the european awards just announced their nominations for things i'm trying to pull it up uh, what they are. The Wi-Fi is kind of slow. Can you possibly take a gander? Because all I'm seeing I'm... is... um, Sorry. What am I looking up? Uh, the... Here, actually, let me, let me just do it. Um, do you have any other news? Well, uh, let's see. Okay, not, uh, not really. I'm, I'm trying to look stuff up and uh, it's really just kind of the old shim-sham of Abbey, uh, down, Downton Abbey set for December Chinese release. Right. Well, it's you, a lot of just. I, I found what I what I was looking for. So the European Awards, um, for European Best Film, we'll just talk about these. Uh, the favorites, which is I guess is a little bit old. I don't know their 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 standards, but the favorite is nominated. Uh, Les Misérables, which is the film that France is submitting to the Oscars. Um, an officer and a spy. Uh, which, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, that's the uh, the Polanski film. Officer and a Spy oh. is nominated. Pain and Glory, your favorite. Um, and oh. then, oh, the movie The Traitor, which is the Italian submission to the Oscars. I saw, I didn't really like The Traitor that much. And then this other film I don't know called System Crasher. Um, but, uh, yeah, in uh, Beanpool, which is one of my favorites, the only thing that it was nominated for is the... Uh, Victoria, oh, Mira Shrininko, uh is nominated for Best Actress. Um, uh, Celine uh, Scama is uh, nominated for Best Director for Portrait of Lady on Fire. I can go on and on, but those... Well, that's interesting uh, that uh, that's what that is, because um, the funny thing is, is Beanpole is being played at the Three Arts, the Three River Film Festival. So I can Beanpole? see it here in Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, you definitely should. Yeah. Um, but another one that they're playing is The Whistlers. Oh, that's not I, a great film. It's a little silly movie that. <laughs> yeah. It's... Who knows? Maybe upon second viewing, I will think I will look past the silly whistling and uh, random movie references. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, we should get into the uh, actual uh, gist for today. We're already basically thirty minutes in. Um, so last week we talked about, uh, antagonists this week. And we really, we really tried to just do antagonists, not anti-heroes because anti-heroes, we could do a whole. Well, I mean, I think this is something that we were talking about is antagonist. Well, I don't think we failed because antagonists is both anti-heroes and villains. Like it can be both. Well, no, no, sorry, 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 sorry. You're right. 
we did. I don't think we talked about anti heroes because anti heroes is more protagonist that we're about to talk about. But what we were what right. we were trying to differentiate is the difference between like purely bad villains and what's kind of like happened today, where villains are a little bit of uh, a little bit of both. Like villains obscured. are kind of a little bit obscured, and, and there is there's anti heroes are in a sense like their main characters now. Like a lot of the TV shows we love to watch. You won't have like a, a stark good uh, person. Mm-hmm. And what's except what? Oh well, yeah. I mean, I I think that the same goes today. But I'm actually more ex- interested when in you were saying except what. Oh, I was uh, gonna talk about a TV show that I'm watching, but I'll save that for later. Oh well, the thing I'm gonna talk about as well is the thing that I watched. But I think I, the whole time I was thinking about this show. Because I, I watched this movie called Anatomy of Murder. Um, oh, I, yeah, good movie. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah, with um, uh, what's his, uh, Jimmy Stewart, and it's directed by Mr. Freeze from the old Batman no, TV show. Not at all. Anatomy is, of a Murder? This is directed by uh, Bong Joon-ho, uh, <laughs> the guy that did Parasite. Anatomy of a... <laughs> Of a murder, I that is Wait, a Jimmy Stewart movie. That is a Jimmy Jimmy Stewart movie. But did they remake? What is this? What is this? Uh-oh. Bullshit! <laughs> Please no. Um, let me just. I'm pretty sure South that's what Twitter. it's called. I mean, it's a South Korean right. film, so maybe. Um, Before, uh, Sam's going slightly crazy, so I'm gonna dive into this today. We we're talking about heroes. Now I'm looking. I like to no, look at these. No, lists. no, protagonists, not heroes. Protagonists, sorry, protagonists. Um, <clears throat> now, defining a protagonist doesn't that mean main character? Sorry, it was called Memories of Murder. My bad. Okay. Now, protagonist doesn't that mean the main character, like the person who ebbs and flows and yeah. changes? Yeah. So the protagonist is. And this uh, person we're trying to root for. It's not even the person we're. It's the person from my perspective. It's the person who has the arc. It's the person that we're following. It's like the person who is really has is like the one that is changing, the one that we're seeing the story affect them. Uh, it's the one in which everything is kind of revolving around them. And I don't think like I think the old Joseph Campbell hero's journey, um, like the whole thing of finding like the whole, the whole thing with like the hero's journey is basically just watch the movie Wizard of Oz. It's there's a call to action. Uh there's like uh they're like starting off like with with they're like uh you know there's like some farmer or it's like uh uh what's it called like Luke Skywalker. There's a call to action. Someone comes in and changed their life. They realize there's some obstacles they need to get through and like they need well, to Well, no, I will tell you this. Um I- I'm looking deep into my mind because a long time ago, I read the entire uh, Webster's Dictionary, and it's coming up. I think, off the top of my head, protagonist is the leading character or one of the major characters in a drama, movie, novel, or other fictional text. So it has nothing about their their le- like their um, arc. I think it's just the the, the main character. But the, oh wait, the what? Here's another here's another defa- definition. Uh, is the main character of the story is the center of the story makes key decision and experiences that consequences their decisions. So protagonist 
it could be Travis Bickle. That or the doesn't Joker. make sense. I don't. I don't agree with that definition. Because well, that definition is the de- that's saying like I don't agree with banana. But no. I but this is why. This is why. This is why. If the definition is they see, um, they make decisions and they suffer the consequence of their decisions. Yeah. Then that's the same thing as an anti. Like the antagonist also makes decisions and then also said like every single character in a movie makes decisions and suffers the consequence of their decisions. Yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense. No. I I don't think that's I don't think that because the first definition is different. Like your first definition is different from your second definition. So there's obviously different look, interpretations of what a protagonist is. This is literally from Webster Miriam Miriam Webster. Okay. The principal character in a literary work such as a drama or a story. The leading actor or principal character in a TV show, movie, no, book. No, so extra. that was the that was your first definition, and that one makes sense. The second definition you gave is different, so I don't agree with the second definition. You can't you, – okay, I mean, okay, sorry. I guess life is all about pushing boundaries. But, but the, No, but why I'm arguing about this is that you are giving me two separate definitions, and they are both they different. Are the okay, no, they're not. Okay. Tell me the second definition again. The leading actor or principal character in a TV show – Movie, book, etc. Wait, what was the first definition then? The principal character, okay. which might as well Sorry. be the lead actor. The principal character in a literary work, such as one of the, the thing. Play back the tapes. One of the things that you said was someone who suffered conse- or suffered, who ha- who made an action and then suffered the consequences. Which well, I do not. Like a, that was a side definition. Yeah, so I was it's, focusing it's on that. I well, get- this is coming. Straight up from Marion Webster. Okay. okay. Forget okay. about anything else I said. Okay. Okay. I get that. I get the main figure, one of the most prominent figures. I'm seeing the leading character is one of the major. Yeah. So that is. So I get our definition that. today shouldn't be about protagonists. We want to talk about heroes. No, I. No, I'm saying I agree with that definition. Because, but I'm just saying from my, I think another interpretation of it, something I've learned in classes and other things, because this also, I feel like, applies to not just, it also applies to a variety of different things. I like the definition more, and I think you can challenge the definition if it sees if it holds up, is someone who we follow their their arc. Um, we follow their... But just to make it simple, really to, to make it simple, last week we talked about people like, you know, the Joker or the, you know, the pollution and inconvenient truth, you know, the bad guys. Now we're talking about people who are trying to be better, okay? Are, are they, though? Be- I don't think they're trying, like, but like antiheroes are not trying to yeah. be... Sometimes they're not trying to be better. Well, that's the thing. Anti- we're not talking about antiheroes. That's going to be a whole other conversation. But antiheroes are protagonists. <laughs> they are. And uh, the Joker is an uh, antag- I mean, is a protagonist. An antagonist is just somebody who's trying to go up against So wait, protagonist. Uh, you keep going back and forth. Sorry. We are talking about protagonists, which includes yes, but- antiheroes. So why are we not talking about antiheroes? Okay, well, I guess when I said about this topic for today, 
I was hoping to really, I thought protagonist meant more hero. Now I'm looking up the definition and I don't want to talk about anti-heroes. I want to talk about just heroes. Okay. Well, then this is what we talked about antagonist yesterday or last week. Why are we not talking about pro, like we can talk about both anti-heroes and heroes. They're both protagonists. Fine. Let's do it. Right. All, right. All right. We're 30 minutes in. So I guess now we have the thing that we're talking about. Um, we're number two on iTunes. <laughs> I mean, maybe we're going to be number two because maybe this is something that people are like, they don't know what they're talking about as well. So maybe we're we're putting this uncertainty out into so maybe, the open. Maybe the episodes that's on there, maybe that's why that's number two and not these other ones where we just yell at each other. Confused. Well, uh, I mean, no, I think just, part of it is you don't know what words mean. You don't know what words are. And I'm not saying that as just a talk back. You thing. are. You didn't know what ladder meant. The one time I was just like, how about the ladder? And then you were just like, oh, okay. I guess that means the first one. And it was like, no, that's not what we mean. Anyways. Um, yeah, look, I have street smarts, baby. Okay. So going back to the hero's journey, because you seem to yeah. want to talk about heroes a little bit more. Um, so I'm looking this up. And uh, who are some of your favorites? Um, well, I, I want to talk about the hero's journey real quick. The hero's okay. journey is an old archaic way of talking about the hero in which there's a call to adventure, choosing the threshold, which or crossing the threshold, which is like Samwise crossing the field in Lord of the Rings. Uh, then there's the, the, the metamorphosis where they change. Um, and, you know, turn into something else. And then the ultimate boon, which is where, like, they're up against the bad guy. And then it ends with them returning uh, returning the boon. I don't know. Which is, like, them either, A, going home or, like, the journey home adventure. Like, in Lord of the Rings, going back to the Hobbit now as a changed person. And that's, that is the epitome of a typical hero of what a hero goes through. If you choose any hero, they probably go through some type of thing like this. Now, what I'm saying is, is I don't think that is relevant anymore. I think, I mean, I think it definitely, that definitely, I mean, a lot of times in, you know, Marvel films or other things like that, like I do think that this still holds up. But a lot of the films, like I, we talked about this yesterday because I think this this breaks a lot of the molds is... um. The favorite. The favorite, there is no anti-hero. But the protagonist is Aquafina. The protagonist is Aquafina, but she's not really she oh, doesn't the really Wait, the favorite? No, you're saying Oh sorry, farewell. not the favorite, the farewell. See, you don't know where All right, calm down. I'm done. Um, I don't have to be I'm I'm done with talking. So oh you're done? Anyways, I don't think she has at least it's not in the same structure. There isn't I mean, I guess the call to adventure maybe is, or crossing the threshold is going to to China to see her her dying uh her dying mom, but they're really I don't necessarily feel like there is a metamorphosis. It's really just watching them deal with what's happening in front of them. I think she would if the same thing it. happened later if her, if another grandparent or a, if a loved one was dying and they couldn't tell her, she would do the same exact thing. And what's and that, so I think there's a lot of time. What I find more interesting is like these movies in which 
there isn't this perfect ribbon at the end of it in which the protagonist is completely changed um, and is completely uh, a new person at the end. If you know what I'm, you follow me? Am I following you? Okay, so you're thinking something like, um, like, uh, like Batman. <laughs> no, what? In what? Dark Knight. Well, yeah. he's a vigilante, I guess. But also, that's, I guess, kind of an antihero. Do you want to talk about antiheroes? Well, we're talking about protagonists. Okay. So, so another say. example is what I think is an example of an amazing modern film in which it really deals with completely disregarding this hero's journey is um a good time good time is about someone who doesn't really change at all but i think what what the change is like what what the what does change is the audience's perspective of him because we first think that he is going to save his brother from prison and they live a tough life and it's a very noble cause but as the more and more that we see him ascend into this world and into this movie, we start to realize that he is not doing this because he wants to save his brother. He's doing this because he wants he's doing it all for himself and he's not a good person. And it's kind of like and but still, if we're talking about protagonists, he is the protagonist of the film because we are seeing he is the main character. He is the person that we oh, are he's watching. He's definitely the protagonist. Yeah, so there's like films like that, which I think really it's hard to like pin down this hero's journey. Um, and See, I, I, I mean, I enjoy a movie that where the character is he may be or like they may be an asshole or they're trying to do good. And eventually, you know, they realize at the end that maybe what they did was wrong or maybe they did something that was good. So I, I do enjoy the characters kind of like I'm just looking at this list here of stuff that I enjoy. But like, say the uh, uh, the Evil Dead 2, you know, it's just about a guy trying to kill off some zombies. But that's not even a. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. Great, not a great story arc. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like a good story arc. Well, there's like so truly... many like classic like older films. Like a lot of older films has this arc. Like we talk about Lawrence of Arabia. Like that has this call to adventure, crossing the threshold, metamorphosis. Like you can point it out like boom boom boom. Like he he goes to a new land, he comes back different. Um and... Well, what about like uh um the, not Victor Corleone, Michael Corleone, 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 yeah, Corleone, and that he's trying to do what's right by his family, but he's so much, you know, he what he's trying to do for the family kind of in a sense ruins the family. Well, I think also that's the definition of a tragedy. You know, is like that's the difference between. I mean, they used to say a comedy is something that's not. Uh, uh, like now we think of comedy as something that makes us laugh, but a comedy used to be something that, um, you know, just has a happy ending. But that was, that's an example of a tragedy um, in which the, the, the hero's journey kind of falls apart. Um, but he is still the, he is still the protagonist. Like Michael Corleone is still definitely the protagonist because he does, he is the main, even though like there are, and like, this is what's interesting is like, when is it that there is, 
I think a lot of people think like, oh, there's like multiple protagonists. But no, Michael is the protagonist because although there are a few main characters in this film and a few people who are going through things, I think what separates him as the protagonist is the fact that he's the one that is changing. He is the one that is pushing the story, you know? Like, in a way, The Godfather is kind of the main, is the main character. It's, it's called The Godfather, but he doesn't change at all. So, well, you know who I think does great protagonists um, is the Coen brothers. I'm just looking at this list, and I think a great hero's journey that you don't see in a lot of films. I've seen it in TV shows, but uh, Marge Gunderson from the Fargo. Mm-hmm. The, and, and I guess you see it in the TV show, but it's like this truly good person trying to do what's right, um, but is w- living in kind of a world of more co- complicated evil mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it's like good is good no matter like you know but my rebuttal my rebuttal to that statement of the of them being the 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 hero you know makers is the movie no, burn burn after reading burn after reading is a film in which which uh, i remember thinking i didn't like it but then i rewatched it and i actually really liked the film burn after reading uh, is a film all about how confusing it is. Like, who is the good guy? No one was the good guy. Like, it was, there is no... You think someone is good. You think they're the protagonist, the hero. But then things... Then you start to see their true intentions and you start to see, like, no one in that... And I feel like they're more and more the interesting films that are coming out today are those types of films in which you think the protagonist is the one we're rooting for and you still relate with them like you you relate with these people but it's more of just like watching things kind of fall apart as it's going on like it it, it you're more just watching it's just interesting seeing the complexity of people as instead of just seeing someone learn a well, lesson the things i like to see the most in film and i'm not saying this is what it should only be but the stuff that really piques my interest in films is the black and white viewpoint of a character but who lives in a totally obscure crazy world like we live in now so kind of like a marge gunderson or um um i'm just i'm trying to think of somebody else who who the character really thinks like if i do good good things will happen in the world not to themselves but just like kind of like a karma kind of thing instead of the world is insane yeah um, I mean, I I think that's interesting because I think we have two different tastes in that sense. We do because I think that black, like, no matter what, if the if the protagonist has a black and white opinion of the world, I think of that as a somewhat old fashioned story. I think of that as still good, but I think the films that are coming out nowadays, um, like, let's just name a few films that have recently come out. Have you seen Parasite? I haven't. All right, so we want to talk about Parasite. Lighthouse. Have you seen Lighthouse? I haven't. I've seen The Joker. Okay. Uh, have you seen... Um, what's a film that just recently came out? Um, oh, I saw The Irishman. The Irishman. The Irishman. Like, he, he is a character in which... Um, he's, he's, he's not even really... I wouldn't even say he's really an anti-hero because he he's kind of the hero of the mafia world. And really the only people who are being 
involved in this world are people people in the mafia. So it's like he is kind of like this arbiter, like this in between of like the good and the bad of in the mafia world. So well, his that's... his intentions are rather complex. Like his he's not like he didn't learn a lesson at the end. I guess he learned the lesson, but it was already too late. You know. Well, actually, in that sense, I think the Irishman is the best the the best example of the mindset of the mafia. I mean, Sopranos does a, a fantastic job, but. The Irishman, I think, is fantastic in the sense that, um, you know, he's not he's not really this is who he is. You know, you know, spoilers a little bit, not I guess kind of spoilers, but I'll give a spoiler warning out there. You know, he's he's not really sorry for what he's doing. This is it's a family. Yeah, this is like, you know, you kill because you're told to. So in a sense, it's their own their, their own justice. Like mm-hmm. a, if a cop, I mean, this is getting, you know, political, but I imagine they would use this for themselves. But like if a cop, say, shoots a drug dealer, it's to protect that county or whatever. And the mafia, if the boss tells you to go kill, you know, Tony Peeps, the guy who ripped off the, the you know, the mafia, you go do it because it's it's harmful to the family and it's bad for business. Yeah. So that, you know, killing, you know, I mean, this is public, but like killing your best friend because they're hurting the family. You don't feel bad. Yeah. Because, I mean, the family comes first. Yeah. And I think but uh, but going back to like he doesn't. He doesn't like he, he doesn't have like the black and white, although his world is 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 he doesn't have the black and white uh viewpoints, you know. And I don't think he ever does. I don't think I don't know if he ever because still, he, at least in the movie, he never told anyone what he did. I mean, it, the story goes, as he said in his dying breath that I killed uh, Jimmy Hoffa. But he he apparently never in the in the movie, he never says anything. So I don't even know if he still learned anything like I don't I don't know if he even though. But like we see as the audience how hor- like we see what we need to see. And I think that's what's important nowadays is not necessarily seeing because the movie that I saw that's out that I don't think you're going to watch because I told you not to watch it is Motherless Brooklyn. Motherless Brooklyn oh, yeah. fails because part of it is because it's the boring hero's journey. It's the boring like this guy is some schlob. Something happened. He has now he has a chance to make a name for himself. He does. He gets the girl. He's now come back a new and better person. And it's just, it's just, and the whole time he has the same black and white perspective on life of just like, you know, bad people need to be, you know, need to be uh, taken to the police and stuff. And that doesn't necessarily. My argument argument to you there is maybe that's just a failing on the producers and the director's part. There is, and I know this is an old timey movie, but maybe this is a challenge. And I don't think a lot of directors are taking it up. But say, for example, a George Bailey, and It's a Wonderful Life. There's your most classic. I mean, basically, a lot of his roles. You have the guy who's like white, like totally like you know, oh shucks, Mister, like you should help that old lady across the street. Um, Then something bad happens to him, and then he uh, overcomes it. 
and in a, it's a wonderful life he overcomes depression i mean i um, guess there are still like i guess most like for instance the new the new tom hanks mr rogers film is probably going to be like that um anything yeah, like with tom hanks i think is is a good example of a movie that does is like a good-hearted person like captain phillips uh is a new ish movie well there's forrest gump that's a little bit older i'm talking about like new movies like things in the 2010s well that's um, the thing is there's not a, i i don't think there are you're right there nowadays we have no true you know the old-timey villains i mean the old-timey protagonists of like i'm good i have to go out and do good it's more just like i need money and maybe this will help somebody yeah I or I think we may switch then to our our movies that we've seen because I do want to talk yeah. about memories of murder. Um, uh, people out there, we may need to do a part two or something like a little like this for next week. So stay tuned. Yeah. Anyways, um, so the movie that I saw is the Bong Joon Ho's second film feature that he did. Uh, it's called Memories of Murder. I saw it two days ago. And honestly, I think it's one of my favorite films that he's done. And maybe one of the best films I've seen in a while. And also wow. it plays off of what we, what we, what we, because part, part of the film is it focuses on, um, wait, one sec. Um, uh, memories of murder. It focuses on, um, uh, this kind of corrupt, and it has his the guy that he always uses, uh, uh, King Ho Song. Um, yeah. He's like this detective who's kind of corrupt in like these these detectives, but not the most corrupt. But he definitely is letting this corruption happen, in which they basically take people who they think is the murderer, and they and they kind of beat them up and torture them and and make them like don't con- don't ruin anything. This, this actually is, sounds really good. Okay, so anyways. Part of the reason I really love this film is one, his direction, his his direction in in shots are incredible, because there's a scene very early on, in which one of the de- detective says like I don't need uh you know I don't need paperwork I don't need like you know like I just know that someone did it just based on looking at their eyes, so. And the, this one guy says, all right, there's two people over there. One's a rapist uh, who, like, raped this guy's sister, and the other guy's the brother that brought him in. Tell me which one's the rapist. And okay, he, okay, you're spoiling it This isn't much. spoiling I, it. No, this is just a yes, good, this is a good editing. Wanna... This is, okay. No, just turn your ears off, because I just want to talk about this editing. This happens within the first five minutes of the movie. Okay, fine. He, he says, look at this. Like, tell me which one's the rapist. And he looks at them. And then it immediately just cuts to him having sex with his wife. And I thought that was such a funny but just amazing editing because we don't need to know. And I think a lot of films are like want these answers. And he his his so many times in this films, there's cuts like that in which you are expect like you're you feel tense because you're expecting something to happen. And then it and then it cuts. And you're just, and it cuts to something kind of odd, and it cuts to something that completely jerks you out of it. Uh, it like cuts to meat sizzling. It cuts to like things like that. And there's like so many scenes as well where it's just one steady shot, and someone like leaves the frame, and then another person enters the frame that in in like in a weird way, and then someone rolls back into frame, 
And he does this thing as well where, like, there's, like, these two layers. And I guess it's very Wes Anderson where, like, someone is being dragged in front of in front of the camera. But in the background, someone is following the person being dragged yelling, but, like, far away. And it's just this really cool scene in which these two lines are, like, and it's a dolly shot. And it's just these two lines. And I, I just think it was, like, there's so many scenes of just, like, letting the camera roll. And just, like, he has this thing where people just fall down and, like, serious moments but they fall down and it's so funny and it's just it's it's just really funny scenes that are funny because they're real and it definitely happens but he just focuses on the things that happen and i loved it like i think it was an amazing film uh i'll have to check it out and the film uh, also currently unavailable at my library but it also uh, just really follows exactly what i was saying in which we have really have no idea there is the protagonist is not uh, uh, he's no, it's not like a hero. He doesn't, it doesn't change in the way it, it's not like the hero's journey. It's a, it's a lot more complicated. Uh, and now, it's more uh, of just about watching it and seeing it unfold. And it's a, it's a, it's a whodunit, but it's a whodunit that I've, I have never seen anything like this. So that's very good. That's my movie. Very good. Uh, the movie that, okay, so I'm slowly starting to realize I think I am way more into TV than I am movies. Wow. And I watched. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I haven't seen a movie that has made me go like a new movie or like, I don't know. I'm old movies are great. I'm just saying like in more recent times. So I'm watching this TV show that unfortunately got canceled, but maybe coming back onto like another thing. It's called Lodge 49. Hmm. It's about uh, it takes place in modern day, but it's about this guy named Dud who discovers this Mason-esque uh, fraternity of people called the Lynx. But it, it has a lot of strange stuff going on. Very kind of Twin Peaks in the sense of like weird stuff is happening in the background or weird stuff will just randomly happen. Like people will have hallucinations or they'll find a dead person or and there's a conspiracy, all this stuff. But the thing I the thing I like about it, and it does play into this thing, is the main character is this bum, but he's a bum because of life choices or life circumstances that have happened to him, and it's kind of put him in depressive world. And now because he's met this lodge, his life is like turning around, and all these people around him, at least from my point of view are like very down and out and saying like, this is how the world works. The world stinks. Uh, you have to live in it. Like there's a line that says uh, like, there is no paradise. And he like looks at her dead on and goes like, yes, there is. And I think it's really, and I love that because most of the time it really is just people saying no life stinks. You know, life is chaos. And I think if you truly have the willpower to perceive through that, I'm, you know, you do live in paradise. I think you can go either way. And so for right now in the, I mean, in the story perspective wise, this character has not been his, his willpower has not been destroyed mm. and is making a change in these people's lives. And I think I, I like those stories where those sad sack or the crazy person or the people who are truly in the, in the gray zone, are affected by happiness. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. I think... I like uh, it's a, I think and it's, it's also a character journey, too, because 
you know, these characters aren't like always happy. They're, you know, they go through bumps and strides and eventually hit their mark. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I highly suggest watching it. And if there's a petition, I think there's probably a petition to try to get it onto like a streaming site. All right. Or- gotcha. So we have two different opinions. We might finish this, uh, talk a little bit about this next week. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, Thank you. And uh, Godspeed. Good night. Godspeed, Spider-Man. Godspeed, Spider-Man. All right. Adios. Bye. Yeah. Scalding and brilliant without illumination. Your mouth's a constellation. The stars are in.